All right, so we have one bowl down, first responder bowl. Louisville couldn't hold it down for the ACC. We're going to talk about that. Talk about the fact that the Holiday Bowl didn't happen. Rumors report, what's going on? Who voted yes? Who voted no? Was there a vote at all? We also have to talk about will the ACC win any games in bowl season? Man, so much to discuss. AJ Black locked on Boston College in the building. Let's get it started. On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Ooh, it might help if I bring AJ to the stage, right? Okay, cool. Starting out hot here on Locked On ACC. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We're rocking and rolling. What should be a very easy week. Everyone had a bowl game. Everyone's vibing. We're just getting a little extra money for Commissioner Phillips. And that has not been the case. The ACC has had four bowl games canceled, as we mentioned on yesterday's show. The Holiday Bowl did not happen after having the Fenway Bowl, the Military Bowl, and then the Sun Bowl not be represented by the ACC. We are still figuring out if there is going to be any sort of positivity towards bowl season as we're going to talk about the first responders bowl not going well for the Louisville Cardinals. AJ Black, thank you so much for joining. I hope you had a great holiday. Yeah, it's been an eventful week since then. I felt like yeah. it was Christmas and then just like, boom, the COVID stuff. <laughs> hit. And I've just been dealing with all the ramifications of that on Locked On Boston College and on BC Bulletin over the last day. And I'm glad this is the ACC conversation here because I am been up to my eyeballs in ECU fans <laughs> for the last three days. You know, you got to give some grace to Greenville. Shout out to Eastern North Carolina. You know, we're special over there. We have a special group of people who are, you know, when they talk about President Bush and children being left behind. I ain't going to hold you. I feel like there were some over there in East North Carolina that missed the bus. So it's just like you got to you got to extend some grace to them because they they mean well, but they are diehard about their their team. And it's just it's really frustrating. Oh. But I can only imagine what your mentions and your comments were like all throughout that. I just I just wish they could understand like simple math. Like I, I <laughs> it, it it blows my mind. Like they were like, yeah, you said on the, the ECU podcast that there was a they were going to have issues with their offensive line. I'm like, yeah, that's four guys. There were 12 other guys that got COVID. Yeah. <laughs> it's not... a numbers game. Yeah. And someone someone in that community has gotten it in their head that BC had five COVID cases, which is a load of crap. <laughs> and they can't get off of it. And it's yeah. been going on for three days straight. <laughs> I can only imagine. And I think it's always about rumors of what we hear, what we don't hear, what's true, what's not true. But of course, the reality is no game got played in military bowl. Fenway yep. bowl had the same issues. Uh, we had the sun bowl with Miami. They had positive and that's a game that's supposed to happen at the end of the week. And they already said no. Now, while I do, you know, get mad at teams and not representing, I will appreciate Miami for going ahead and biting the bullet and allowing the Washington state football team to find a replacement. So you have teams like central Michigan who may have the opportunity to play a little bit later on in the week. So I commend people for at least knowing let's not even play games. Let's allow people to find a new church mm. home, all of that good stuff. But then you have a five hour. Oh, by the way, from the holiday bowl between NC state and UCLA. And I just find that deplorable. Cause I think at the end of the day, as much as we understand that this is a very ever changing, ever evolving, ever moving situation, you do have some sort of courtesy to let people know that the game is not happening. You can do that beyond 24. I think you can do that 
three days before 48. I think you could do that a week before, but that's just me. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, just from the BC perspective, they, ECU's director of athletics said like he'd been in contact with Kraft, our our AD for like three days. So he knew something was brewing. Boo Kerrigan, Corrigan of NC state looked like he got blindsided. And I find it ironic because I can always twist everything back to BC. And this one's a very clear line back. It's Martin Jarman is UCLA's athletic director. He used to be BC's athletic director until Mm. about 18 months ago. Mm-hmm. He looks terrible in this. <laughs> I say I love Martin. Um, yeah. I talked to him on the phone. I got to know him pretty well when he was AD. But man, he's coming off looking real bad in this situation. And there's a lot to go into a lot of this 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 conversation. First of all, UCLA with the SeaWorld pictures did not come across looking very um, serious Bruh. about you know what was going on. You know, somebody have- wearing like their mask were to their chins. They half of them weren't wearing the mask at all. And it's like you're already going to a very public, popular place. And I get the content is cool, but maybe not post that. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's maybe yep. let's only let's only advocate for guys who are, you know, following protocols, especially now what we know now. Right. It's, so it's just from optics. That looks awful. Terrible. Um, and then just, of course, just like finding out like five hours ahead of time, like. I don't know what UCLA's testing progress po- process was in this whole vote thing that seems to be going on between Dorian Green or Dorian Robinson, the quarterback, and the guy from and uh, for Thayer Thomas. Yeah. There's all this stuff going back and forth. It does not make UCLA good look good at all. And yeah. it's it's you know it's not similar to BC and ECU at all. I think it's just it just reeks of like oh well we didn't really do much and now here we are and we're screwed so let's just quit quit the game. Right. Vote or no vote. Right. At the end of the day, you can't play fine. I think it's definitely the delivery and also the fact that NC State, like we can't get mad at them for, you know, coming out with Coach Doran saying, oh, well, we felt like they didn't handle it right or they didn't give us enough notice. And yes, there are reports about who was going to be out and all these kind of things. But you also have a Chip Kelly saying, if we got 11 guys, we're suiting up. So yeah, I understand understand the whole we want to be we're going to get out there no matter what we're going to play like whatever. I say all that to say, you can't try and be brass about this and be like, oh, macho, when you know at the end of the day, it may be higher than Chip Kelly, right? There could be, what are the ramifications of insurance if you do play and you do infect other people? I feel like there's so many moving parts, but I was asking Lockton Wolfpack host Ken Gibbs, you know, offline, the safety measures in terms of a position group being down, like what will that mean for, you know, guys who are on the field? And he was saying like, at the end of the day, if you play defense, not lining up in your usual spot might make it a little off night for you, but they're still capable. So I don't know if it's like, okay, walk on to time to, you know, show who you are, but I don't also see a lot of UCLA guys being opting out or whatever, what have you. So I think to me, this should be a 24 hour rule. <laughs> yep. If you had 24 hours, you're playing. I don't care who's suiting up, how you suit up. If there's 22 people, if there's 11 people, you figure it out. That's my thoughts to it. And I think too, like I heard at the beginning of all of this that, you know, that there was the possibility of moving things off if they had to, to up to January 10th. Mm. It just, it, it stinks for a bunch of reasons for NC state, right? If Jarman had been more tra- Martin Jarman, the AC at UCLA AD had been more transparent with them, then NC State could have made a, a backup plan at this point. Yep. Like if you knew that there was people, you know, that there was cases and it was starting to pop up, like maybe Boo Corrigan could have just been back, you know, behind the scenes going like, look, here we go. If this yeah. happens, let's look here. Let's look here. Let's, see, let's get some things, some ducks in a row and get that going. Um, and it didn't happen. 
It just didn't yeah. happen. Um, it stinks. And it, and it stinks for the conference as a whole because now the conference is down four or five bowl uh, payouts. That's just a, a couple big... million. Yeah. <laughs> and by a couple, I mean a lot. <laughs> they, they're going to be getting a free Frosty uh, coupon for Wendy's instead of an actual payout for this thing. Yeah. Because it's, it's bad. Like, and it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt the yeah, conference. For sure. And as I mentioned on yesterday's show, you know, the ramifications of what it, how it affects the universities, like how it affects the public school systems and how the money is allotted from the, like they're depending on these bowl games, right? Yep. Yep. NC State literally spent a million dollars to get their whole crew, you know, families, coaches, staffs, families, cheerleaders, band, all of them out to San Diego. They missed Christmas and now they have to come all the way back with nothing in hand, not the 10 win seasons that they were hoping for, not yep. the 10 win payout yep. that Doran was expecting, you know, getting that 10 win bonus. There's a lot of people pissed stuff and I don't blame them like I think at the end of the day you can't be fault people for not having any control but this is just very eerie of the whole baseball situation college world series them having COVID and not being able to compete against Mississippi State all of that you know it's just like okay is there a curse going on with the Wolfpack I'm not sure but hopefully Boo Corrigan and team can figure it out how to play something but we do know ECU and North NC State is not happening so if anyone's like oh my gosh they need to just play each other it's not going down, but there's plenty more game, bowl games left in the week. NC State is clearly prepped and ready, so it could go down. So we're gonna we're gonna just keep our eyes peeled on what can happen there. But we also want to talk about just again. I know people talk about comparisons, but how do we move forward? There are still games to possibly be played. If I have to go to Charlotte, I'm gonna be pissed off if I get all the way out there and there's no game. So we're gonna have that conversation after I remind you guys that it's the new year. So that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or even getting healthier, make sure you include Bilt Bar in your plan. Bilt Bar is the protein bar that tastes like candy, but maybe even better than a candy bar. Bilt Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars that are sometimes waxy and taste like chemical spiel. Alrighty. You want to eat healthy, but it just gets so boring by like week three, you might be thinking, this is just not worth it. Where's the chocolate fix that I need? Well, Built Bar is 100% covered in chocolate and it is low calorie and low sugar and high protein and high fiber. Here's an idea for the new year. Go to all your secret stashes at home and make sure that you add in a delicious Built Bar treat. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least have something that tastes good and is good for you. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off your order. Again, LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off at built.com. AJ Black here, locked on Boston College, and he's had an eventful week, and so has the ACC. Commissioner Phillips is over here like, yes, football, that cash is king. We're going to make sure that you guys know that football is here to stay. We are not a basketball conference, and now, man, you threw a lot of rocks, and now you're hiding your hand because I would love to know his thoughts going to ACC kickoff, what he says next season after this bowl experience. What about you, AJ? I, I would love to know. Like if money is such a big deal, and I know like for like Boston College Halfley said today that like the team and the coaches are like scattered to the wind already, like they're gone. <laughs> but like like he yeah. sent them home. But like if money's such a big deal, you gotta believe that like ESPN would love to have like have like a middle like a Wednesday January bowl game. Like mm-hmm. if like we can get like with the new protocols that are out and with things that are like changed. Couldn't Phillips like look outside the box and like be like, okay, so let's redo ECU and BC on January 18th, like in the middle of mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know what that would look like. I'm just, I'm just spitballing. I just feel like yeah, 
in this time, I've said this before with certain things, you have to look outside the box. Yeah. And I know that like football and college sports is like a glacier in terms of change. Like they just don't, it just, everything's the way it has been. But like if the media, like if, if these media giants, ESPN, Fox, who, whatever have you, Barstool with their, with their Arizona Bowl, if they could figure out a way to kind of work around this, Mm-hmm. I, there would be an audience for that. You, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> who, who cares if the if the championships already been decided? You know, yeah. this game was never about being. These games have never been about champions. It's about these seniors getting a chance to play. So I, That's you know, true. Get, your, get your money, get your players their spot. I know it's hard to and probably expensive to get them out there again. But if you're making six million dollars off of this bowl game. What's, you know, another $600,000 to do that instead of losing all of it. You know what I mean? So that's, that's true. Right. So just my thoughts. I don't know. Yeah. I also feel like, okay, a couple of thoughts there. Okay. You have a bowl game in January 18th. Are we still testing people? Cause I'm going to say this, let me say it on my soapbox. I am all for testing. I am all for vaccinations. I am all for doing whatever you need to do to stay healthy so we can get back to some, some sense of normalcy. It'll never be like it was before 2020, but can we get back to normalcy off my soapbox? Now, if we going to sit here and pretend like CDC is not making up rules as we go, why, why are we going so hard about testing in the bowl season? What happened during the regular season where people just stopped caring? Like what, I'm, I'm unclear as to how everything got so rampant right now to where you made it through 12 games during the year. Somebody line. So it, it well, that, but I think it's, <laughs> I think it's the Omicron stuff. Like it, okay. that, but, but so it, that's a flip side. I, I, I agree with what you're saying, but the Omicron stuff is interesting because it's like, everyone's mm. getting it. Like, yeah, you know, there's so many like people that I know that have it. And it's, but the thing with that is, it's a less virulent, like it's a, it's a less strenuous strain of it. So like most people are either having really, really mild symptoms or asymptomatic. It causes less hospitalizations. So like, I I would say like, you know, they need to figure out how to like, if the testing comes up and you're asymptomatic, they should be able to play. If like, if like, I don't like, because you're not going to get it outside. I think that's like the big thing. Like you don't mm. get it when you're outside, but again, I I get I get into this because it, it's just like you're saying, like it doesn't make any sense to me. But and like, listen, I'm no scientist, but at the same time, when we're talking about testing, are they testing for Omicron? Are they testing for Delta? Are they testing for the one I don't know the Alpha Beta Delta over here that we had in the beginning? Like, help me understand which strand that we're knowing because if it's mild, if they're asymptomatic, why are we not allowing them to play? But again, if we're we're already dead wrong for doing this, let's let's can we just back up? We're already yep. dead wrong for trying to play in a pandemic, but we're here now. So like, to me, if we going to say F it, we ball, let's ball. Like, let's right. do what we got to do. <laughs> right. Right. If you're feeling like crap, if it feels yeah. like you have the flu, you sit out. If yeah. you're asymptomatic and going, why the heck am I sitting out? They, they should play. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of where I, I'm I at with yeah, no, I just don't understand if you're if we're going to say F the rules in so many regards, it just doesn't make sense to me to now want to be so hell bent on following. But like you were talking about going back to your January 18th or game beyond point is let's talk about New Year's and the fact that people are going to want to go crazy. In fact, we want to go celebrate because let's be honest, there are a lot of people out here who don't care about nothing that's going on and they, they're living a very quote unquote normal life. And then you just have an uptick then. So I think when does it stop to me? the way things are going, we about to be in 2022 still having these same conversations, which is scary and annoying as hell. But here we are. Well, I think that the new change in rules with the ACC came up with yesterday about like, 
they've, they've switched the quarantine period from 10 to five, which goes right into your conversation like two seconds ago. Of, what are we doing? Cause that seems like it was just <laughs> haphazardly thrown together. But that, that being said, just having that should give a lot of wiggle room. If there was an outbreak again, right. For basketball, mm-hmm. you could you could move the game five days or or a bowl game, you could move it. Like you just build that into the scheduling. Like, okay, if there's an outbreak on June, June, uh, December twenty seventh, we're playing on June uh, January second. Um, so again, it's it's a lot of forward thinking, but I feel like at all levels, not just sports but government, it just doesn't seem like there's much foresight or any kind of planning on any of this. It just seems like it's all thrown together and you know, this sports that is just, as you said, probably shouldn't be playing, but we're playing anyways. Uh, (laughs) So we're doing it. They have no plan. And it just seems like that's, I have to wonder, and I don't know the rules of it, but it seems kind of odd to me that the ACC is the only conference that's getting slammed with this. So I'm guessing ACC has more stringent testing. I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm sure ECU probably got tested and was like, yeah, that's fine. And just well, like, to tell you, East and North Carolina people are different now. They said, "Oh, we got a bowl game. We going to that bowl game. I don't care how we, we get to that seven bowl years. game. We're going to get this to happen." <laughs> no, I agree. And you think that they're testing people at Georgia, and Alabama, or at Cincinnati, or Michigan right now? Yeah, okay. No. Yeah, you're living under a rock, rock, rock. But I go back to the fact that I think it's really hard to kind of go hard for this in terms of supporting because you look at what they're treating players it's just labor the same way the cdc is talking about government as you mentioned it's just labor you're going to play for me i don't care the ramifications of what happened to you i mean we talk about ct and all the effects of football in general but it's all of this i just want the product out there i want to make the money i want to have the tv deals i want to ensure that we get something out of this you be damned and i think that's a bigger conversation a larger larger conversation about athletes that's why i get on my soapbox about guys at nil and get all the money while you can because they're going to get everything they can out of you Right. And when Absolutely. you play your last down at whatever said university, it's going to be sad Sally song where they're going to put out a statement on Twitter. They're going to put out a statement from whatever website they have. They're going to say, damn, that sucks. And they're going to keep it rolling. And you have to unpack and unlearn how to like be disappointed and go on to your next part of your journey without having that final ending. I get it. Experienced it myself personally. And to me, it's like there's nothing in place for these young men and women who retire and have to go straight to like being a normal person. And they're just like, oh, yeah, well, <laughs> sucks. Can't have the holiday bowl. Thanks for playing for us for five, four or five years. Hope you have a good life. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fine human. I'm going to be great in society after having to unpack that. Absolutely not. Like they're doing such a disservice to these young men, in my personal opinion. Right. I mean, it, it, all in all, there's two things I think that, that that needs to change in the bowl season. And it kind yeah. of dovetails into what you're saying in terms of, of players, like the big gripe going into this and you hear all the old, the old fogies complaining about this. And if you're an old person, I apologize. I went down that road. <laughs> I'm not the, I'm not a young chicken myself, but I'm going to go it's down. All good. Yeah. But the quitting during the bowl games, like they quit during the military bowl, like Zion Johnson behind the scenes. I never admitted this onto the podcast, but I had heard he wasn't, he was never going to play. And he's mm-hmm. cause he's a first or second round draft pick. As I said to them, if Zion Johnson say he's a top second, he's the top second or third guard that goes, he's like 35th draft pick. He can get himself about $4 million. He mm-hmm. goes to the military bowl, a bowl. Let's be honest. Who cares? Yeah. As much as ECU fans want to make this a big deal. It's the freaking military bowl. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> he goes out there, tears his knee up. 
How much yeah. money is Zion Johnson going to lose because of that? Oh, he's quitting. Yeah. It's, he's quitting on his teammates. Be- believe me, I've talked to his teammates. I guarantee you every single one of them would love him to play, but they're going, go get your money. Go get your yeah. money. And who can blame these people for this? Yeah. So what the millet, what these bulls need to do, if they want to fix this problem, and I get it, it's a problem. You can have other, like Chris Olave from Ohio State and Garrett Wilson mm-hmm. from Ohio State. They're all sitting out. What you need to do is you're making money. You're making big money off of these things. You buy insurance policies for every one of these players so that they get their money if they get hurt. Then that's you fair. Too, that you want these players to get into it. You give them a good check. Pay, you know, cut a check for twenty, you know, six, seven thousand dollars. I don't know what it is. Pay them a mm-hmm. good, good check. They're going to be happy to play for you, and mm-hmm. you give them that insurance policy so that in case they get hurt, they're not losing anything from going to the NFL. They, you, you probably still have some of these elite ones that are going to elite athletes are going to leave anyways. But you got more people that are going to go. Hmm, you know, I'm going to yeah. buy that money anyways. I might as well stay and play be with my teammates. But it's again, they have to pay. And this yeah. this juggernaut <laughs> that is college sports doesn't want yeah. But at some point, we're going to get to that point where they're going to have to do that if they want to make the money that they want to make. Because, you know, oh, yeah. Chris Olave playing versus Chris Olave for Ohio State not playing <laughs> could make a big difference in like how people watch the game. They're like, oh, it's Star Absolutely. And, you know, so anyway, so I'm getting off my soapbox. No, it's okay. I I feel like you need to be a future bowl commissioner or maybe you know commissioner himself. We'll we'll have to, we'll, we'll we'll dissect that further. But guys, Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football and some of these bowl games may go down, we want to make sure you guys are well equipped. They remain your number one spot for all of sports action. Head to the website at BetOnline.ag or you mo- use your mobile device to sign up today. I currently had a great bet. I had a eight game parlay but then the Patriots decided they want to play with my time it's all right we're gonna try next Sunday you know I'm sorry to put you in the you know the mix AJ but I I, I thought the Patriots were gonna hold me down and that was so my <laughs> that was my reassurance to no longer bet with the Patriots ever again Mac Jones Tom Brady I don't care who's at the helm not doing it anymore but if you guys use promo code locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N you can receive your bonus for basketball football, NHL, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage. It's betonline.ag, the fastest and easy way, easiest way to bet on all sports. Again, that's betonline.ag. So wrapping up the show here, AJ Black locked on Boston College. Make sure you guys follow him as he covers all things Eagles. We are going to say, look, at the end of the day, this is where we're at. This is where we're trying to go in terms of we got five, six games left. We could have Carolina do something big. We have Clemson, right? We could have uh, the other teams that are playing Virginia Tech. We could see something great out of other schools remaining. And I feel confident that there may be you know, a possibility for NC State to play. Who really knows? But I think that I'm over bowl season. I can officially say that. I just want to see games at this point. I don't care win or lose. We saw mm-hmm. first responder Louisville lost 31 to 28 to the Air Force. I don't know about Louisville secondary, but they've got to figure that bad boy out going into next year. Malik Cunningham still has wheels. He's still fast as hell. That's great. But overall landscape, how are you feeling? How are you personally feeling about the conference? And do you feel like, you know, going into basketball season, are we going to see more of the same with all of this COVID issue? So 
I, I'm interested in this bowl season and Candace, I want to get on, on the record right now. So okay. my theme of this year has been ripping on Justin Fuente and then he got fired. <laughs> so he had, he had been my, uh, he had been my whipping boy for the entire yeah. season. Like I just been hammering him and yeah. I went into, I'm like, who is it going to be next year? At first I was like, Dino Babers definitely think it could be him, but I got some faith in him. I think like, you know, with the new offensive coordinator, that team could do some stuff. I'm not, I'm not sold yet that Syracuse is going to fail. If they find a quarterback in a transfer portal, they could be dangerous. They need one. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm not a big Gary Schrader <laughs> fan. But I'm going to throw Scott Satterfield in my Justin okay. Fuente seat. I am not sold on him at all. Um, you know, I, 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 my friend Matt McGavick, who writes about Louisville for SI, I was like, I just had to ask after the game. I was like, is Malik Cunningham definitely going to come back to Louisville or is he going to enter the portal? Because like mm. that team is a mess. And yeah. I don't know if Satterfield is the answer, but Malik Cunningham, he is good. Like, yeah. just like I saw you tweet about it. Like he's explosive first and second step. Like it is, it is different. He like, he's not, he doesn't have the greatest arm in the world, but what he can do with his legs can win games. And still Louisville finds ways to lose. And so yeah. that game just kind of, sh- kind of solidified in my brain where I'm going with that. I love, I, I hope the ACC gets to play some more bowl games, but I love where the, the rest of the conference is looking for the last couple games. Um, I think Clemson looks great against Iowa state. I still think they're going to win that um, mm-hmm. Virginia tech, get, get rid of those ugly Yankee helmets that they <laughs> introduced. Oh, I'm Boston fan. <laughs> Sorry. You knew it was coming. No, it's fine. Totally fine. I'm here for it. I don't really like okay, the NY on the helmet. I would hate weird. if BC put Boston Red Sox logos on their helmets. I don't like them. I, 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 I like make the commemorative hats with the Yankees in Virginia Tech colors and Maryland colors and call it a day. But yeah. they're doing what they're doing. I, I don't know. I, I'm not a big Maryland fan. So I, I like I like Virginia Tech in that. And I've told there you, you before, I'm, I'm riding with UNC and, and Wake Forest should, should kill Rutgers. So. There we go. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking forward. I, I speaking of bet online, my biggest wager I have put this year on bet online is on, and I got it at 12, but it's up to 15 now. Wake Forest over Rutgers because I think they're gonna kill them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I 100% agree. Only for the fact that Rutgers has not been playing and the fact that they are five and seven team that's very much a deserving five and seven team. I just don't see it. I, I'm happy yeah. for Wake that they're gonna get this pick me up. They need that, yeah, and good, good for them. Like, like for some of these teams, like you said, Central Michigan, Rutgers, I, I'm happy that these programs like we're just sitting around and they're able to get to a bowl. So that's just like not wake forest sitting on their hands. Um, yeah. I wish there was more again, think forward thinking again, like you shouldn't have sent all your players home. If like, you should have like five standby teams, right? Just yeah. Like, here. Maybe we should have some alternates next season because we're probably still going to be here. <laughs> it's just so reactionary. It drives me crazy, but drives I, me nuts. with, with you were asking about cancellations and things. Yeah. I'm hoping with the new rules that it kind of laxes up because I mean, BC basketball has been off for two weeks now. They just had their next game uh, today against um, Florida state postponed. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they play UNC on Saturday. Hopefully that'll get going. I don't even, I mean, I f- it feels, so, it, it feels so much like last year. It's crazy at this point. Oh yeah. It, it drives you insane. It's very deja vu. And it's so unfortunate because you would think we would learn something. And we thought that, you know, times would change with new regimes. You thought that things were just going to get better because people would have more sense and, and realize how serious it is. And yet, and still we're having the same conversations. And again, like I mentioned at the top of the show, some children were clearly left behind and that's okay. That's unfortunate. But I had this random thought. 
So I know you know School of Rock. You're of the age where you know School of yep. Rock. Yep. I'm just a bill. All that kind of stuff. I really believe they need to run that show back. Mm-hmm. And we need to have a science course in School of Rock where people teach about, you know, communicable diseases, vaccines, and just everything that is seems to be missing in the basic knowledge of how science works. Like, I think at School of Rock, if you're listening, (laughs) whoever the producers are, if we can get a PBS special going, I would be very appreciative because if a kid can understand why they have to wear a mask and they can rock with it, I really feel like adults can. You know, I'm hoping that we can get to that point where people just understand basics of what is natural science. Absolutely. I I feel like just, and I think that's on the, it's not just like, I'm not blaming people for not understanding. I think as a nation, we haven't done a good job of educating what's going on, right? Like you hear, you basically you have both sides of the aisles. You have one that's like afraid of everything and one that's just basically dismissing everything and you don't have any in between. And that would be the, the juicy part that would help people understand. And we don't have that person or that entity that can absolutely share that message to the world and help get past the misinformation, the fear and all the other crap that's going on. Very well said. All my moderates, if you're listening, roll up, follow at locked on ACC. AJ, can you please tell the people where they can find you, follow your work? Yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC. If you're an ECU fan, please don't follow me because I'm just done listening to you. Uh, <laughs> I swear I muted about 40 accounts. Oh, my day. God. Um, follow me on Twitter. And I've been talking about I, – I, I have been picking the bones on this conversation for the last three days. Check me out on, on Locked on BC. Uh, you can find that on Locked on BC – uh, t- on Twitter and on YouTube. And I am the editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com. And we'll have recruiting, football, basketball, all sorts of good stuff up on the site. Listen, as we love to say, love me or hate me, you're listening either way. And I'll take all of the downloads. So, you know, yep. either way is an obsession. All good. All right, guys, make sure that if you're not listening to Locked On ACC, you're not listening to Locked On Boston College, and you make sure that you are locked and loaded with Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling. They've got you locked and loaded when it comes to some betting analysis. They'll get you right for the weekend. They'll make sure they get me right as we go into these bowl games. We get into the NFL playoffs, a little bit of NBA, whenever that comes back to you and gets on a nice and steady path. So make sure you guys tune in there. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for Candace Cooper and AJ Black. Until next time.